Awesome. So, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Common Thread. I'm sitting down with my buddy Alex Jeffries. Uh, Alex is a awesome dude, uh, absolute killer, crusher, uh, great guy, heart of gold. We met, I believe, in a leadership program here a few years ago called Ascension Leadership Academy. And uh, ever since then, Alex has just been continuing to reach for the stars. Uh, it's been really cool to watch his growth and development and what he's creating out in the marketplace and with coaches and um, everything that he's doing. He has a, a business called Clients in Abundance, uh, where he essentially provides a blueprint uh, that really helps coaches find out what, get clarity around their purpose, build a structure and a plan um, to help build out their coaching business and uh, do it in an abundant way. He's going to do a much better job of explaining that to you. And I'm really excited to hear all about what he's up to. But uh, without any further introduction, Alex, how you doing, man? I'm doing amazing. Thank you, my brother. It's a pleasure to be here. It's, uh, it's another beautiful day in San Diego. I'm ready to spitfire and inspire. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, so yeah, Alex, it's it's been some time. I know I think probably one of the last times I saw you was somewhere in the, uh, maybe at a mastermind or somewhere in the coaching space, but um, it's been really cool to see what you've, what you've been creating over the last couple of years. Why don't you tell, for those listeners out there, tell us a little bit about what your, what your main gig is, what you're kind of doing right now with your business. <clears throat> yeah. So I guess the, I, I mean, there's a few ways I can explain this, you know, I mean, when people come to me, most people who come to me, they believe that they can help people. They're, they're people who believe that they have a gift inside of them and they want to share that. They just don't know how to share the message. They don't know how to express themselves. So, you know, I, I understand that because I am the same way. I could tell you what I do in a multiple different ways. So I no longer call myself a coach, James. I call myself a healer. And it's funny because I went from a dealer to a healer. And mm. here I am now in this process, and that, that could even be my book title. I'm now here in this process of you know, healing entrepreneurs. So when I stand on stage these days, I used to teach how to make money. And, yeah. and now what I teach is I teach, well, when I stand on stage, my intention is to heal people of pain that they don't even know that they have. Mm. So that may even be financial pain. There may be a, you know, a, a, an array of things I help them with. But normally it's like the blocks, the mindset, the trauma, you know, the, 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 the stories in their head. So I, I, I do a lot of things. Um, so I'll just start there and then we can start to like unpack what I just threw out. Of course. Yeah. You, you got my attention, man. Please. Mm. So, you know, I, I basically... My my niche market is coaches because I built a multi-million dollar coaching business before coming to San Diego. And you know, when we hit the Inc. 5000, this was in like 2015, 2016, we kept ourselves very quiet prior to that. So something that I like to do is I don't do many interviews. I'm not out there talking. I don't find myself as an influencer. I don't want to be an influencer. Uh, sure. I want to have influence. Um, you know, I want to have millions of impressions a month on my content but not out there peddling on the social media. I do it in, in a paid advertising way. Okay. So <clears throat> back in the day, we never spoke about what we were doing. We were just doing. Yeah, right, right. And we were making billions of dollars and keeping it very quiet. And then, then it was like, well, hold it two seconds. We could actually teach this process. So I have a process, learn, apply, teach. So I was like, we've learned how to do a coaching business. We've applied it. We make, you know, six figures a month. Let's go and teach this. So we moved to California. 
And we basically started teaching, you know, people how to build coaching businesses. We did that for a couple of years and, you know, ironed out the kinks. It was like a host of kinks to iron out. And then um, that was 2016. 2018, rebranded um, to Clients in Abundance. I, I, you know, separate with business partner. I moved forward and built you know, Clients in Abundance. That is now becoming uh, such a movement that, like, I have a great vision, James. You know, I always, like, see, I, you know, I would even say, go as far as saying I'm a visionary because I look into the future. I bring the future into the present. Like, I'm, you know, I, I reverse engineer uh, processes. Sure. And, Absolutely. And I'm, I'm always doing it. But with the vision of clients in abundance, I can't actually see how far this goes because it's, it's morphing into ways that I never knew that I would be going down those avenues. So <clears throat> currently, I'm just getting, I'm healing myself to become the best version of myself to show up as you know the best version of myself. And, and, and where this goes, I don't know yet, but I just know we're building a community. So what we, what we were going to do <clears throat> before uh, COVID, we were actually really doubling down in California, Southern California, building a community here. We're like, right, we're going to build the best coaching community in the world, the biggest personal development spot in the world. And we're just going to build this incredible community that's just going to just be magnetic. So like, you know, we'll just like literally create this incredible space here in Southern California. We had all of these ideas, then COVID hit. So we actually yeah. then had to go back to virtual. So now I'm, I'm teaching to a, a global audience again now. Okay. Gotcha. Now I want to I want to bring it back a couple steps because uh, immediately um, and thank you for for correcting that I, I think it's important to to be clear about who you are what you do uh, you said I'm not a, I'm not a coach but rather a healer I think that's really profound uh, it's not very common that you hear that in the coaching space I think as you described everyone's so quick to say I'm a coach I help people make money you know I'm gonna make I'm gonna turn your six figure into a seven eight figure business but for you to sit there and say, no, I'm actually going to, I'm going to help heal you from the outside looking in, people are going to look at that and say, well, what the, what the hell does that have to do with making money? How is that going to help me? So I, can you help, maybe help me unpack that? Why is healing um, such an important part of, of building a coaching business? Well, it's, <clears throat> there's a couple of things I want to share. I'll answer your question first. We are all wounded children walking around in adults bodies. Mm. The issues stay in the tissues. So, you know, I, so, and now I'll just come back to my story in a sec, but I'll just say this, where there's a lot of people out there saying, I will help you, I will help you, I'll help you. It's like the blind leading the blind, blindly down a blind alley out there. Yeah. Most of the information from my perspective is terrible. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying from my perspective, I'm not out there talking it. I'm not out there, you know, I'm just doing my thing. I'm not the internet police. I'm just going to out-compete these people through my marketing because that's what I am at heart, an internet marketer from 2004. So I'm just going to out-market these people and I will have market dominance. You know, That's it. It's game over. I win. They win. My clients win. Go into, go into uh, the, the um, and then I'm, comp so just so everybody knows, uh, I work on a creative plane, but I come from a very competitive nature when I grew up. So I'm very competitive just by nature. Like that's just who I am, you know, by nature, I want to compete. Um, but I try not to, uh, uh, because it leads me into my ego and then I want to just, you know, I get, I go down the wrong path. So, mm -hmm. yep. so, so now it's, uh, the healing. Well, 
you know, I, because how I grew up and then getting into business, the reason I got into business was out of, it wasn't out of like, oh, well, I'm this really, you know, amazing academic and I'm just going to go from my MBA into business. The reason, in fact, when I went to school, the only A that I got stood for absent. So (laughs) I love that. Pretty much, um, I'm a school dropout, you know, dyslexic, dysfunctional, uh, bone idle. I was told I was stupid, you know, a million times. I was put into a handicapped school because the I couldn't retain information. Uh, they, 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 just, they just ripped me off. Yep. But, but what, what happened, though, outside of school was something very interesting. That, you know, my dad was a boss, you know, and I used to watch my dad. Uh, go about his business with a firm. And then, so up till 11, I would observe him, not knowing what was going on, but kind of knowing, but like not speaking about it. At 11, my dad went to prison. And then, you know, he would write me letters from prison saying, you're the man of the house, you now provide for your mum. So then at, you know, 11 onwards, I'm out there in the streets with people that maybe I shouldn't have been with doing things I definitely shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that went on for a number of years. And where I come from is the biggest council estate in Europe. So it was a very crime ridden area. It was it was it was crazy how I grew up. It's like they definitely make a movie about it. No question without. Okay. Between me and my best friend, how me and my best friend, my best friend went to prison for 20 years. And and literally we uh, we just got back together. He came out of prison uh, last uh, Christmas. I met up with him. And as I met up with him, we're together. It's like, it's literally a movie of our lives together. No question about that. Like how my life went and what I did and what he did. It's yeah. fascinating. So, so um, yeah, me and me and this guy, we, we hung out together every day. You know, he was just like, you know, serious gangster, just, you know, yeah. very, very dangerous person. Um, we, were, we were inseparable pretty much by 20 years old. I'm now going to court. I'm looking at 10 years prison at 20. Uh, thankfully I had not guilty, you know, still in this place, 24 years old. My wife gives, you know, I've been with Katie since I was like four, 15. So I'm 39. So I'm 39. She was 14. She's 38. So however long that is, I don't know, 24 years or something. Um, Long time. (laughs) Yeah. So basically at at 24 years old, uh, my friends are all in and out of prison consistently. She just says to me, listen, you either go to your pri- you either go to prison with your friends or we start a family. So at 24, it's when I started to look at business to get out of that environment. So it was by necessity because otherwise it was like it was it was very evident. Like all my friends like were going to prison. There was like that was that was the path. So I'm like I'm out. So mm. I really started studying business. But as I got into business and I started doing the business. I wasn't talking about my history, as I just mentioned there. So yeah. what, what, I, what I then had was something called imposter syndrome, where I felt like a fraud. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you knew my true story, you wouldn't do business with me. Yep. So, that, so then I carried that imposter syndrome with me. I then um, felt like a fraud. I, I made a lot of money because I studied the skill of marketing, and I really focused on, like, I, got, I invested in myself. I got good mentors. I learned you know, how to market on the internet. I learned you know, how to pitch. I learned how to sell. I really focused on information marketing. And uh, 
but then, you know, I was drinking every day. I was numbing the pain. I was smoking weed, numbing the pain. And then, and then um, in 2016, I basically, uh, you know, wanted to quit alcohol. <clears throat> that process <clears throat> took me like two years to like through multiple relapses. Yeah. So I didn't, I wasn't able to quit alcohol until 2018. <clears throat> I've been, I've been sober since then. <clears throat> I'm just trying to, uh, I actually have a meeting after this with um, an allergist. So mm-hmm. I have real terrible allergies, so I'm going to take a sip of this coffee, which enhances my <laughs> No sweat, man. So I, uh, yeah, and that's one thing. It's, it's, I'll, I'll come back to the allergy stuff in a minute, why I, don't, I haven't fixed that for years, and now I'm like focused on fixing it now. Um, I'm really healing right now. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so 2018, I quit alcohol, but then I was smoking weed. You know, I'm here in California. I'm smoking weed to like, still numb the pain. 2018, <clears throat> November 2018, I had a nervous breakdown. And then my friend said to me, he's like, listen, man. He said, you know, you, 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 anything you put before your recovery, you shall lose. Yep. You can't heal the world with broken hands. So he said, you know, make 2019 about you. Focus on you. So I was like, yeah, man, you know, I'm so driven. I want to inspire millions of people. I, I've got this big vision. Like, I've got a big vision. I don't know who I become. And I have a say in the, like, I'm okay with being famous. I, I, I'm not going to work on being famous. I'll be famous for my work. I'm not going to speak mm. about my work. I'll let my work speak for itself. And I got to go because I got to get to work. <laughs> so, like, I like doing <laughs> the work. You get me? Yeah. Like, wherever that takes me, takes me. I like working on businesses, not in businesses. So, so basically, I, uh, 2019, I take a lot of time for myself. I focus on my sleep, my hydration, my, my nutrition, my exercise, you know, my diet, my boundaries. And then all of a sudden, I get through 2019 working a lot less than ever before, and I made more money than the past five years. Wow. And I was like, huh, there's something to this. Yep. So, so basically, again, you know, 2020. I, I've been really chilled. Um, I'm very close to having a six pack right now. Just you know, with with you know the just the way my body's transformed, gone. You know, just my body's transformed a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and and then, but the six pack isn't for the visual. It's for the discipline. You know, it's for the yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so much that comes with a six pack. Well, you know, you know, there's so much dedication and discipline. And I can now I can put that into other areas of my life. So yeah. so um. I basically, uh, I basically healed myself of a lot of pain, a lot of trauma. I've worked with a lot of psychologists. Um, I've worked with a lot of therapists. And when people come to me to make money, when I tell them what to do, a lot of the time they don't do it. And I'm like, why didn't you just do what I said? And then I unpack what's going on underneath, and there's the stories that they tell themselves. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm mean like healing. So <clears throat> before, I would I would be known as a marketing coach or a sales coach on the internet. Mm-hmm. Behind closed doors, I would see myself as a motivation coach or a transformation coach. And I wouldn't sell that, but that's what I was doing. I was motivating somebody. Hey, here's what I told you to do. Just go and do it and see the results. And then I would help them transform their lives. Yeah. But I was never selling that. 
that was just I just knew that like if I tell you hey go and do this and then they don't do it and I and I really start to look why well there's a story behind why and it's normally self-worth daddy issues mummy issues what will people say about me if I do that yeah imagine if I now come out and say I do this for people well they'll all laugh at me who does she think she is so it's a lot of removing that. And, and how what I do is I get people to focus, you know, how I get people rich, it's very simple. I'm like, don't focus on you. You got to focus mm. on people. So like a lot of people are scared of, well, what will they say about me on the internet? I'm just like, these days, I don't give a shit about the trolls because whenever somebody hates on me on the internet, two things happen. Number one, I look at them like, are they telling the truth? No. Number two, I'm doing this for the greater good. I'm doing this truly not for me, but for others. Yeah. I'm really focused on others than myself. So I used to make a lot of money. And the reason I would make the money was to spend the money. Because of my validation issues. I wanted validation from men, women, and things. Mm, I I would want to spend it to look at me. I'm successful. Of course. Look at me. I've made it. That was me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I had these, I always was validating myself externally. When I realized that, I stopped and I started to focus on other people. And as I started to focus on other people and I only want validation from within, my, my, my energy, my messaging, everything shifted. And now what's interesting is the money is coming in faster than ever before. And I have no intention on spending it. When the money's coming in, I'm not looking to spend in it. It just is. I'm just still focused on doing better, doing good. So there's that wow. shift of going from me to others. <clears throat> so that that's huge. <clears throat> the um, So I, I show that, though. Do you understand in my community? Yeah. I'm showing it to my people. Yeah. I'm showing them how I'm showing up. Because I used to show off, now I show up. Wow. So, you know, when 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 I when I moved to California, I had no uh, no um, <clears throat> what's it called uh, credit, zero credit in the U.S. Right? Mm-hmm. So I had Ground to zero. Buy, <clears throat> so I had to buy my cars cash. So I went out and I spent six figures on cars. And the very first thing I did was posted them on social media. Look what I just bought, cash. That was like you know 2016. <clears throat> I know that I've changed. Because I got a dream car on my drive that's six figures, and I've never put a picture of it online. Mm. I don't post about it any. I still want the luxury stuff. I still want a Rolls Royce, but I don't yep. want to post about it. Do you get me? Absolutely. So, so it's so there's a big difference in the way that I'm showing up. So that's what I mean. I'm healing myself, and I'm showing others how to do that. So that's kind of what I'm getting at, dude. Man, you weren't kidding, man. Came to you came to bring the heat, bro. <laughs> I appreciate first and foremost, Alex, I want to, um, I want to really just, I want to give you a a big shout out, man. And, um, I appreciate you being so vulnerable on here and sharing your, your, uh, so raw and so authentically your truth, uh, what you've been through your hardships. Um, especially I think as a man, it is, uh, it's built in our DNA to, you know, I don't want to see, I don't want people to see me sweat. I can, I definitely know about that imposter syndrome too. And, you know, you and I kind of share the common thread of, um, 
in regards to the the recovery as well. I've been I've been clean for a little over five years now, so I I know what that takes, and also to to be able to come out and to be open and not be shameful about it. But as you described it, it definitely takes that healing and that work. Um, it's not an overnight occurrence. Um, I, I wanted to, uh, you brought up a really great point. You, you mentioned the transition from when it became, it was inwardly, inwardly focused and then it became outwardly focused on how can I serve and contribute? How can I add value versus how can I serve myself? You also mentioned the mindset shift between wanting to do things because you want to do them rather than seeking validation, you know, you, you brought the great analogy of with the, you know, you ha- I have the dream car in my driveway, but I don't feel the need to post it. And I think that's so incredible, especially nowadays. So many people are inundated with social media. Look at me, look what I'm doing, seeking for that validation. It's, it's very awesome to hear somebody who is successful and who is so confident in themselves that they don't need to blast it out there. So I guess my question for me would be, which do you feel like came first as far as, you know, you did the work to heal, you were working on yourself, you really invested into Alex. And then it seems like shortly after that, you were able to then do things for yourself rather than for the validation. Do you think that like, it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg where you did it have to come from the healed space before you could start doing that? Or did that partially heal you? What do you feel like was that, that looked like for you? I think, you know, I think if, if, if I were to put it this way for anyone who's listening to this and it, you know, looking to, you know, become better. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's not easy. Okay. So the process is not easy and it's a long process, but through that process, you learn about yourself so much. And I, I so, you know, I don't know if there's any chicken or egg scenario. Um, I do know that there was a story told to me and the story was this, the, you know, imagine somebody plays the guitar and they're, they're putting their attention to playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden they put a camera on them and they become famous on Instagram. Now they no longer give their attention to the guitar. They're playing the guitar to get attention. Mm. So the shift has changed. They're no longer playing the guitar to give it attention. They're now playing the guitar with the camera on to get attention. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. So I just, when I hear that, I'm like, shit, man, like I've just all been about validation. I've all been to prove people wrong. I will prove you wrong. I am the yeah. kind of guy who will prove anyone wrong. <laughs> who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, am, I am the guy you want on your team. You don't want to be against me. That's who I am. But then I'm like, well, that kind of isn't really how I want to live my whole life. Yeah. I want to be more like loving. So what so what I didn't do was I didn't love myself for like 38 years of my life. It's only been really this year that I actually truly love myself. Wow. And it's fascinating to to have been like, well, you know, because basically I was doing I was doing these seminars and I was doing them all offline and we built this community in, in Southern California and it was going amazing. I'm like this is like, we are going to build the best coaching community like in the world, in the best personal development spot in the world, like Southern California. Like people are going to be flying in all over the world to like come to this. Yep. And uh, like this community we're building, because it's not me, it's the community. What I'm building, the community is so much bigger than me. What I bring to the table is that 
you know, I can bring the the transformation, but I can bring like the the business aspects, like you know, whether yeah. The, you know, the, the foundational stuff, the marketing, the sales, the, you know, the building the program, building a business, running a business, whatever it is, like, you know, I, I've coached thousands and thousands of people. So, you know, that that was like the, the mission, but then that got pulled underneath us, a rug got pulled. So I had to pivot. So I did a virtual seminar and, uh, and we pulled this virtual seminar off in like 10 days. Yeah. And we sold, we sold like almost 500 tickets to the seminar that was going to be in my bloody living room virtually. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is like crazy. So I got a bit like worried, you know. I was like really fearful because so many things can go wrong. So much is at stake. And uh, I spoke to a therapist. I'm like, you know, there's an in conversation with a therapist. I was like, you know, like I'm just like I'm a bit scared, you know, these seminars tomorrow. I'm going to, um, I'm just going to show everyone love. And she said to me, no, do this. Love yourself on stage and everyone will receive that. Mm. What I didn't realize was as I focused on that, that was my mission on that stage, I fell deeply in love with myself on that stage. And it's just fascinating. I think that was the point that it really happened. And there was like points before that I was leading towards loving myself, you know, not, not, no longer drinking, no longer smoking, no longer, you know, no longer, um, you know, like hurting myself, you know, starting to like put good process in place, you know, but, but I mean, that was kind of where it all come together where I just yeah. expressed myself. So, so I don't know if I answered your question there. Um, no, that that's that the analogy with the guitar was, was perfect too. And, and um, sometimes I feel like in my experience too, it's getting out of yourself is one of the quickest antidotes to shift. You know, when you're internally focused and you're focused on me, 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 I'm depressed, I'm sad and you're internally looking at all the things that you don't have, the second that you focus out and you look at who can I serve, who can I contribute to, it's impossible to stay unhappy. It's impossible to stay ungrateful when you're out there helping somebody else. It's just like, we're not designed that way. So I think, I think you've done a really great job of, of living that lifestyle and applying that to your business motto. And um, I actually wanted to ask you a question pertaining to that. But before I do, just bringing it back to because I'm, I'm, I'm all for the hero's journey. You know, again, I, I, by the grace of God, I was able to dodge death, prison sentences as a lot of, a lot of people that you and I probably both know. It sounds like there was that shift. You know, your wife, you had the conversation with your wife and she kind of gave you the, I don't know, I wouldn't consider it an ultimatum, but she, she really brought things into, into perspective for you. Was it just when you had that shift, that internal shift and you said, all right, I got to do something different. I mean, was it just an, did you decide in that moment? Uh, what do you feel like was a really the catalyst for that, for those listeners that may be in that spot right now? Whether, you know, if I just, <clears throat> because if I were to tell you if it was a split moment or not right now, I wouldn't be truthful because I don't remember. But if I were to mm -hmm. like put it over to the, to the audience, I would say this, the, this, is, this is my biggest inspiring speech. Ready for it? We died. <laughs> yeah, it's here. We died. Mm. Okay. So once we look at it from that perspective and we say, well, okay, if I'm going to die and, and like, I can be positive and say there's life after death. Okay. I can say, you know, there's something after this cool, but in the time that I'm here in this, in this body, as I'm doing my thing, like, I don't want to hurt. Like, cause like I've been in a lot of pain. I've been in a lot of hurt. Like I want to feel good. I want to feel good. Yeah. And I really want that, like that to me is so like, 
so important to feel good. And like I, I, I was in a place where I didn't. And, and also I was in a place, James, where when my pain would go away, I would call it back. And I would be, and I'd be like, well, where's the pain? Where are you? And then when the pain would come back, I would say, there you are, pain. I've missed you. Yeah. Because the pain mm. felt so normal to be with. Yep. There's no life without yep. that feeling. So, so now I don't live like that. And I can go back to my journal entries and see how depressed I was and see how a, of a bad place I was in and see the pain I was in. And like the physical pain, it was like a tiger trying to climb out on my chest. As if I was like, the pain was as if I wanted to like stab myself in the chest to release the pain. Like that's the kind, like I understood self-harming at that moment because of that sheer pain. I wanted to release it. So yeah. now I can live with that. That's like that. I can look at it and say, well, I just want to feel good. So success to me is, you know, I was, I was walking yesterday. It's funny, you know, it's like I've always been driven to make millions and invest millions and have all of these millions and, you know, just whatever, right? Never, never, never really makes you happy. Um, but, well, there's two sides to it, you know. People who say money doesn't make you happy, Joe Polish always told me, people who say money doesn't make you happy haven't given enough of it away. But what I've done is I've spent enough of it on, like, the stuff, and, like, it didn't make me happy. So, so I just want to enjoy the process. So now going back to the person, you want to start looking at your life because it, it ends at some point and we don't know when. Do you want to continue as you are or what would you like to change? And like, I don't, and I just start looking at, well, I want to, you know, I want to feel good. Like I want to feel secure. So, so I want to, so then I said, okay, so what would I need to do in these areas? Well, I've got three areas really. I have my, you know, my personal, my family and my business. So I say, okay, well, for myself, I'm going to start like making sure that I sleep, you know, this many hours a night. I'm going to make sure that, you know, I, I hydrate. I'm going to make sure that I eat clean. I'm going to make sure that I, you know, I uh, train. Yeah, okay, absolutely. So, and then there can be the spiritual practices if you choose, right? Mm -hmm. So like, whatever those are, whatever other practices you, you choose for yourself. But now that's, put that in your process, like follow that process. And over a period of time, it isn't overnight. But it, you get better. Now, you know, now you, you most likely do have a good process yourself, I would guess. You know, you're in good shape and good stuff. So, so, and then, you know, and then just because you're in good shape physically doesn't mean you're in good shape mentally. So you've got to make sure that you're in, in you know, because you can hide those things, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so basically, uh, and a lot of people can hide uh, behind a smile. You know, a lot of people hide because they, because like, here's the deal. You walk down the street today and you ask somebody, how are you doing? What will they say to you? There's a universal. Uh, good. How are you? Okay. Two things just Automatic. happened. Two things that happened there. Number one, they lied. Yep. Number two, they deflected it on you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they, the reason they lied to you is because they don't trust you. They're not going to go, oh, no, 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 I'm not good. I'm, you know, I'm having a complete meltdown. The, 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 the missus is going crazy. <laughs> sure. She's throwing stuff at me. I, they're not saying anything like that. They're just like, I'm good. How are you? Lie deflection. Yeah. So, so everybody's doing that automatically. So, you, so you've got to get in tune with yourself and, and not do that automatically to yourself and say, but listen, this is where I am. I don't like this. And be honest about it. 
this is what I want to get to. And it doesn't need to be like, you know, the mansion and the, the car and it doesn't need to be the material stuff, but it, it can yeah. be like who I want to be. So I don't live, I don't end my life regretting that I missed out mm. and then work towards that. So like, I'm just on this path now of, of, you know, just healing myself. So like good sleep, good hydration, like I say, good water, good exercise. Yeah. I got my practices. Then when it comes to my family, I want a good bound boundaries. So like, you know, we're, we're like, I get coaching with my family. So I don't want screaming, shouting in the house. I don't want the conflict. I want like, I want it to be peaceful. Like I, I really strive for peace and I want to remove like shame and guilt. So like I used to yeah. carry, I used to carry a lot of pain in my body and it was shame and guilt that I was carrying. I thought it was anxiety and stress. It was shame and guilt. Mm. So I'm actually writing a little report right now called success after shame, which is interesting. It's a nice little report. But, uh, but yeah, man. So like, you know, that, that, that process there starts when, when somebody's ready to start, but it's the hard work. And if you're not willing to do the hard work, nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to the gym for me today and doing the press ups for me today. No one. Yep. Yep. So true. The only way out is through right through that pain. And so often it's, it's crazy how much of that too is. I've been really doing a lot of delving into the subconscious mind as well. And, you know, trauma, how trauma can actually really, there's, there's so much subconscious programming that is going on 24 uh, seven on a physiological level, on a subconscious level that affects, like you said, I'm, I don't why am I stressed out or why am I having this chronic pain? And it could be literally trauma that's trapped in your body or shame or guilt from things that they haven't let go. It's, it's pretty, pretty fascinating how much that affects it. But on the flip side, it's so cool to hear people like yourself, Alex, who, who've been able to to recognize it, roll up their sleeves and do the work, right? I mean, at the end of the day, for those listening, I can I can speak on this as well. There's there's no, Alex isn't going to do the work for you. I'm not going to do the work for you. I can point you in the right direction. Um, but ultimately, the only way to get past that pain is to, to experience it and to let it go. And um, it brings me back to, to kind of where you're at today, I, you know, let's say Alex, I have, I'm, I'm a coach and, uh, I see one of your awesome funnels or one of your, one of, uh, your marketing pages online. And I say, man, Alex could really help my business. And I reach out to you. What does that process look like when you, when you get connected with the coach and you know, you, you vet them first, figure out it's a good fit yeah. and then go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, take one step back. I just want to say this before yeah. I dive into the business stuff, the truth sure. The truth will set you free. So, you know, a lot of people, they, they, they're BSing themselves. Ah, it's okay. You know, I'm overweight, but it's okay. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not breathing well. It's okay. I'm, you know, whatever the, whatever the things are, like, it's okay. I'll get to it tomorrow. It's like, they just, they're going, they're in this, you know, they're unconsciously competent. They're just in this subconscious brain, just yeah. like a robot. And they're not taking control of their life. I, I know because I used to be one of them. And, you know, you get to the end of life and you're like, wow, like I missed out. I had a major panic attack a few years back and I thought I was having a heart attack. I really thought I was having a heart attack. And oh, yeah. I was so scared. And, and it was, all I thought about was my wife and kids. I didn't think about the money. I didn't think about the success, the fame, none of it. Just my wife and kids. And... That's why I live more of a simple life. You know, I, I literally, to me, success is waking up this morning. I had my morning coffee and I got nothing to do today. I have literally, bro, I run a multi-million dollar business. And I got nothing to do. That's how I've structured <laughs> my life. That is my yeah. life. 
Now I have, I have, you know, there's, there's seasons, you know, I'm gearing up for another big seminar. So like, you know, there, there'll be the gear up to the seminar and then there'll be the seminar and the post seminar. And I'll talk about that stuff in a moment, yeah. but then, but then I like to have a lot of freedom to work on myself, to be there, like to take my, I take my son to school every day. I put my kids to bed every night now where I never used to dinner with the family. I never used to do those things, but I want to be there. I want to be a part of the family now. Cause I, you know, I, I, I sacrificed, like you said, I went through it. Now I get to like, you know, enjoy that. And then with the business, I work on the business, not in the business. And that's, that's, mm. that's such an important, uh, you know, that's huge. Uh, it's been my life for years. You see, they, they call me leverage. You might, you know, that's my nickname leverage. You know, it's not when they used to call me lazy and bone idle when I was younger, that's fine. But now I, I do leverage, not I'm not lazy. What's the least that's going to get us the biggest output? So with the business, um, you know, coach comes to me. I have zero interest. Yeah. In- Actually, so so before we dive into the business, because I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back because you said that you've said that a few times. I I, I know what you mean by that, but for the people listening, when you say working in uh, on the business versus working in the business, can you can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. <clears throat> so. You know, and I'll I'll take it to two, to two levels working because you know somebody if you're a solopreneur you have to work in the business but like um, but what I'll do is I'll I'll plan so I'll make sure that like planning and execution are always done differently at different times. Okay. Most people are like be like Monday morning. Well, I've got to do all this stuff and they're overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, I'm going to sit down before Monday ever starts. And I'm going to write out a plan for the next week. And I'm going to, before I even get to work, I'm going to say, okay, I'll never start Monday morning without a plan, ever. Mm. And yeah. I'll sit there and say, okay, well, here's, here's the plan for the week. Now, it isn't a load of tasks. I work from an outcome. What would I like to achieve by Friday evening of this week? What is the outcome I'm looking for? Then from the outcome, I reverse engineer the steps to get there. And then there are the steps. That's, got, that's all that's got to be done that week. And what a lot of people will do is then they'll throw a lot of stuff on top of that because of guilt, because they feel like they need to do more, because they feel like they have to be active. Yeah. Right? Yep. I, I don't care if I'm active or not. I want to accomplish. Like if I wasn't being interviewed by you right now, I'm sitting down in my living room with a coffee with my dogs reading a book. Yeah. Nothing, there's nothing I've got to do. Okay, so now I've got that week outcome and I know the steps. Then, like, then the aim is to either eliminate anything that's on there first eliminate automate then delegate then if there's anything that i must do myself then then they become the most important task so i want to eliminate things i want to automate things i want to delegate things and then i'm left with me and whatever i'm left with if it's important that becomes the most important task so I'm building now, right now, my most important task for the rest of 2020 is to develop a new program and service. I have a world-class program and service, but I want it to be a world-class, world-class program and service. So gotcha. I'm obsessed over building it. I don't have to build it. I've got, I've got nothing to do with it right now. Like my, my program's running. It's successful. I have loads of success stories. But I want to make it even better. So I'm obsessing over that, working on developing that. But then I'll have a team build it. Okay, so working on the business is more planning than executing. Okay. 
I'm a leader. So I want to then, I want to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. So it's, it's being able to, to structure and the, the whole premise that I got from that is being able to, you know, you're able to run your calendar and not have your calendar run you and build your life around your schedule of life by design. My brother, you are the only thing in my calendar this week, apart from my coaching sessions. And I have a team meeting on Friday, which is in my calendar, actually. And my team meeting, we, what we will do is we will reflect on, on what we said we were going to do this week. And we're all accountable to each other. So we'll all meet on Friday. Hey, guys, this is what you said, you said, you said, you said, you said you were going to do. Talk us through it. Did you do it? What are you going to do next week? We'll meet up next Friday. So <clears throat> apart from that, I have zero on my calendar. I then go with my flow. So what I do is the only thing that I do as an entrepreneur, the number one rule that I have for myself yeah. is plan tomorrow today, every day. I never wake up in the morning and try and figure out what I'm going to do because the day will take control of you. I want to know yeah. what I'm going to do. It doesn't have to be in order. Like, you know, I, I've got, you know, I've got this with you. Then, you know, I, I can either go to the gym after this or I can walk the dogs after this or I can go and make some chicken after this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do all three before lunchtime. Yep. What order I do them depends how I feel. So if I want to have some chicken in a minute, I'll have some chicken. If I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm going to fast a little bit. I'm going to go walk with the dogs. I may walk the dogs and be like, I'm going to go to the gym. But before I go to the gym, I like that walk. I'm going to run it a minute. I'm going to go for a run. Nah, I don't feel like a run. I'm just going to go to the gym. Go to the gym. Uh, you know, am I going to put 50% in, 75% in, 100% in? Who knows? I'm going to come back from the gym. I could be like, I'm going to shower. No, actually, I'm not going to shower. I'm going to have a protein shake. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to play with the dogs. I'm going to catch up with some of my team, then go for a shower. Who knows the yep. process? Yeah. But well, what I have is I'm going to plan tomorrow today, every day. So by the end of today, it doesn't matter what order I did the things in. They've all just got to get did. Everything's just got to get done. It doesn't matter the order. It's got to get done. Then I submit an end of day report to my team to hold myself accountable of what I did today. Mm. I don't share with my team, oh, I had a protein shake and I had chicken. And I, had <laughs> I, went right, to the right. I only report the things that are my week that I said I was going to do this week. Gotcha. It, isn't, okay. it, isn't, it isn't lists of things. It's a few things. Leverage. Yeah. I send an end of day report. We all send an end of day report and then we plan tomorrow. So everybody yesterday submitted their end of day reports of what they did yesterday and they all said what they're doing today. So we're all aware of what we're all planning to do today. And that's the only management I have on my company is that, that there, no micromanaging. And then mm. we do that each day and then at the end of the week, we reflect on it all and we project next week. Um, so that's kind of working on the business, you know, I'm a leader. Um, yeah. but then somebody's in the business because, you know, there's times I've, I, I'll go back in the business and, yeah. and you know, like my coaching classes, I would say uh, in the business when I'm coaching clients, I'm in the business, mm -hmm. uh, providing a service. But I would say this, when you, when you're in your business, this is the process here. So let's just say a coach is building a business, building a business and running a business are very different. So building a business, you want to build out, number one, your program and service outline, not the content, the outline. Then you want to build out the sales process. Then you want to build out the marketing process. 
That's building in that order. Survey, sales process, marketing process, building. We want to do that as fast as possible. Most people spend weeks, months, years trying to figure this out. Like that process can be done in days with the right framework. Okay. Then we move to running the business. When you're running the business, most people get up in the morning and they're focused on service. They're focused on, well, I've got all these clients to look after. I've got this to do. And I've got all these errands to go. Yeah, like literary distractions. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, the very first thing running the business you should focus on is sales. If you're not focused on sales, what are you focusing on? Because, you know, what, what people could say, listen, is this, they could be like, well, I don't have money to delegate. I don't have a team to delegate. But if you focus on sales, you can quickly start delegating most of the stuff that you should not be doing. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. A lot of it comes from control. Well, I, I've got to do this because that comes from guilt of, you know, letting go. So yeah. you, basically sales cures all business problems. And, and if you want to coach people, but you don't have clients right now, well, you've got to sell them to get them. So you may as well freaking focus on selling them to get them. So that's the very first thing you should focus on every single day when you're waking up. Like yeah. Uncle Dude, who's got my money? So you got Dude, that's such a, that's so powerful, Alex. I wanted to um, just quickly jump in because so often it's, I, I, I've seen that so many times. I've even experienced that before where it's, again, it's this guilt where it's like, I need to tend to the, the clients that I have currently. I need to focus on them. Um, and it, it prevents this cycle of and always you get caught in that cycle and you're never ever actually able to scale and build the business. What, what happens is that you, you, you're in the business, you, you know, you know, so I'd say sales is, you know, working on the business, driving revenue, right? Mm -hmm. The, yeah. um, the, the, uh, if you focus on service first, there's a universal law of cause and effect. Mm -hmm. And that, that means that if, if you wake up every day and you're focused on your clients first, and then you, you're not putting attention to sales and marketing yeah. in the future you will not have a business mm, yeah you're always going to struggle and suffer and a lot of people again that goes back to the healing a lot of people are so used to so i got a girl right i have this girl she's a young hispanic girl she joined my coaching program two weeks ago two yeah. weeks ago she gave me twenty five thousand dollars. she would have never believed two weeks ago that she would have made $17,000 by now. She just quit her job at San Diego airport two days ago. She, we interviewed her. She said in the interview a couple of days ago, she said, I would have never believed, Alex, if he told me I would have made $17,000 in the first two weeks working with him, I would have never believed him. So she had a belief issue that this was not possible for her. doesn't matter how much I show her that I made last month. It doesn't matter all of the money I can show you I made. It's okay for you, you're Alex Jeffries. I couldn't do that. Do you understand? Yeah. So I helped to raise the price by 500%. I helped to go from one-to-one -one coaching to group coaching. I helped to structure a marketing help to get out there with a message. And boom, 17 Gs. But she didn't believe it possible until it become possible. So a lot of people have these belief issues, right? They, 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 they yeah. lack of belief. So you've got to drive through those. Like you said, you know, you've got to go through the pain. Because that's where true wisdom comes from. So, so pretty much sales cures all. You wake up in the morning, you focus on sales. If you've got nobody to sell, you move straight to the second place, marketing.
engage with the marketplace to get people to sell tomorrow. After you market, then look after your service department. Look after your clients. Then go to bed, wake up tomorrow, and focus on sales. After your sales, if there's no, if there's no sales, go straight to marketing. Engage with the market to drive sales. If there's, once you've done that, you go to service. If you've got no clients, go to bed. Okay, this gives you a process. If there's no sales every day, the sign is there every day. We've got to get better at marketing. If you go to yeah. the marketing department, you're like, yeah, well, I, I, I can't really be bothered with marketing. I don't want to engage with all your BS shows up. I call it the clarity gap. In those moments that you don't want to do it, what's showing up for you? Write it down. I'm embarrassed. I don't have confidence in my program. I don't know how to sell. I don't know if, if people will, if, if I sell people, they'll, if I, if I sell them, I'll get them results. I don't know if I get people results. I don't want my friends and family to laugh at me. I don't want to be seen, right? Whatever it is, write it down. Yeah. In that moment of clarity, whatever you wrote down becomes the work. That's the healing process. So I used to be scared of being seen, James. I'm telling you now straight. I, I tell you, if I looked, if I, you looked me, I'd look you dead in the eye. If, if we put a camera on me right now, turned me on TV to the whole world right now, Zex, you're about to address the whole world right now, I would just go live with zero, zero concern. And I would do an eight mile. You know, I'm an M at the end of eight mile. I would just self-deprecate myself. I would talk about all of my shame, all of my guilt. I would just talk yeah. about all the things I've done wrong. And I would just, just speak wisdom into as many people. I would speak life into them. And like, you know, and I would never look at the internet ever again. <laughs> um, you know, because like it would just be kind of yeah. But sure, you, know, sure. you know, there's obviously, you know, there's, there's, there's good and bad. And there's a lot of people who just want to, you know, listen, hurt people, hurt people. Mm. So I don't, I don't really listen to the hurt people. I'll try and heal them. But if they're just attacking me. There's two things that happened. I said earlier. Number one, I know I'm doing things for the greater good. Number two, my fans come and do the fighting for me. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, defend my position ever. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, "Well, Alex, why are you better than so and so?" My instant response is, "I'm not. Go with them." Yeah. I've never defended my position ever. So I don't know where, where we were, but we went off on one there. All I did. <laughs> no, I did. There's no going off, man. We're just in that flow state. So I, I, everything's coming up just as it's supposed to. And it all ties back into, uh, it, it sounds like a lot of this stuff, is this a lot of the process and the stuff that you're going through with your clients, teaching them this? Yeah, 100%. You know, I have hundreds, of, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of coaches come to me every month yeah. And they're struggling. They believe that they can help people, but they they don't have confidence to go out there and market. They don't, you know. And then that, but then that confidence springs off with a number of things. Like, well, what? Well, they don't know how to sell. You know, the 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 sales process that I see out there is horrendous. Like people's mm -hmm. sales skills are terrible. Now, yeah. I'm blessed that I was a salesman from a young age because I was able to watch my dad sell. I was then on the street selling. Like I was, I I have seen. I, the the I've seen sales just my emotional intelligence I'm you know able to understand what's going on so my negotiation I've studied a lot in negotiation like I sell millions of dollars of product so then when I hear other I train people on sale I have tra sales training classes every week I have marketing classes I have you know so I have five coaches who work for me who are all experts in different areas who work for my business 
Yeah. Then they have coaching classes as well every week on my behalf to train my clients. So okay. we're, doing, we're doing a lot, you know, there's a lot because we're building businesses, you know, helping people. Yeah. Truly though, you know, there's, listen, I just, again, there's a lot of people out there saying the same thing that I'm saying, right? We're building the business. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, to me, it's like the blind leading the blind, blind lead down a blind alley. That's what I see out there. You know, it's yep. like, they should never be teaching, but they are, you know, they pick up on, and it's very easy. This is, this is how it is. There's innovators, imitators, and idiots. So there's a lot of idiots and imitators just copying and putting the message out there. And then the market doesn't know who to listen to because it all looks the same. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just cutting through that noise. So how I do it is I just show up as my true, authentic self. I spit fire. I inspire. Yeah. And people uh, seem to buy into it. Dude, I love it, man. And uh, it, you did answer my question because it was going back to um, the original question I asked you, which was when if if hey, you know, I want to work with you. Uh, I think it's a good fit, you know, again, going vet them, figure out what, if it's a good fit. Now, are you auditing where they're at with their current business? Yeah. What does that process look like? Absolutely, man. Like it isn't really, it isn't really like where they are with their current business because most people are emotion, like their emotions are tied to it. So I was just coaching, mm. I, I was just coaching, yeah. I was coaching a copywriter who works for me and he does a lot of marketing and he helps, yeah. he helps our clients with stuff. And I was just coaching him before I spoke with you. And it's like this. Most people are emotionally attached to things like, oh, but I can't let go of that because I put so much work into it, but it isn't working. But yeah, yeah, but I put too much work into it to let go of it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to hang on to that and it's not going to make you successful, but you're going to like, so, so I have to play tricks with people's minds. I have to say, okay, well, let's just put that on the back burner and I keep their emotions attached to it, but in the future, and I, and I push it away a minute and I get them focused, emotionally engaged on a, a new process that will work, okay? So, so basically, it isn't so much where their business is because most people come to me, they're struggling, okay? And it, you know, whatever the struggle is, some people come to me struggling, they haven't made a sale. Some people are just getting some sales where they're, you know, they're charging low ticket. Some people have got a few clients that overwhelmed like you know some people making 10 grand a month they want to get more there's all different types of levels but like what i listen to the only thing i listen to is do they believe that they can help people Mm. because if they believe that they can help people all the rest of it i can fix yeah like they may not have the confidence they may not have the skills to pay the bills for the rest of their life you know that whatever that's what teaches skills to pay the bills for the rest of your life they may have all of these they, they may have all, all of these ideas. I just got to remove all of that and change all of that, give them a new process. So as long as they believe, then I get on the phone. But then I don't want your success more than you want your success. Mm-hmm. So what I create is I'm not going to sell you. You're going to come and buy. So you're going to tell me why you want this so badly. I want to know that. I want to know this hunger. I'm not going to drag you through my program. I'm not going to take I'm, – I'm a good salesman, right? Yep. Well, I don't want to be seen as, oh, well, he sold me and no, 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 no. You've got to tell yeah, yeah. me. So that's the process. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know? So, so yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's the, when people come to us, they've got to be hungry for success. There's got to be deep reasons why that they want to go out there and impact people. There's got to be real reasons why they want to do it for their family, for themselves. And, uh, and then what I say is in life, 
you're you are the goal to be successful like you and that's why i go back to all of the like that's it man like everything like that's why you want to look after yourself like you know we can feel nicely fat man like i've lost 30 pounds right yeah i've seen it dude yeah so like i mean i'm in really good shape right now and like that process took time but i did the work and and um but then in business your client is the goal. Yeah. Business, yeah. you must become selfless. But that doesn't mean that you, because people get tricked up on this and they're like, oh, well, you know, the, well, I want to have boundaries and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't want people, like, if I'm just giving, 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 I want to have boundaries. Yeah. Remember, this frameworks. It's about the client. So I did a live call yesterday, a live Zoom, right? I, I went on there just, just built businesses like, to, you know, for free, basically, like with people. A load of like, 30 of my clients showed up just to watch me do it. They were just, you know, my client, 30 of my clients showed up to this class and they're on there just like raving and just like, <laughs> like, like raving fans. So, so cool. So the fact that I put sales first, marketing second, and then service third doesn't mean I'm giving a bad service. In business, the number one thing is the client's success. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you that you dismiss the success of the business. Because if I don't have sales, then I can't pay out all of the money for all of these coaches to give the best service. Yeah, exactly. And then I'll be burnt out. Then I won't be able to focus on me. Then I won't be able to focus mm-hmm. on my family so it all falls apart. So there's a process. Yeah. Totally. And I think it's also a paradigm shift about what it means to serve because serving doesn't always look like the coaching call with the client. You know, ultimately the whole the whole process that you're describing of marketing and sales is to get you to serve more clients. So just because you're not having a, a one-on-one interaction with one of your clients doesn't mean that you're still not fulfilling your vision and your purpose to go create some impacts. It's just part of the part of the process. If you, don't, if you don't make sales, you don't have clients. That's it. That's it. Simple as that. So I want to hear a little bit more. I'm obviously a fitness coach and I work with um, on just the, the fitness and lifestyle aspect of people who I can't tell you how many people, Alex, and I'm, sh- I'm sure you see this too, is, yeah, but James, what does fitness have to do with making millions of dollars? What does that have to do with real estate? What does that have to do with being a real estate agent or an executive or fill in the blank? And the reality is it has everything to do with it. And it's, it is one piece of the puzzle. As you described, there's the mental, there's the spiritual, but for, to compromise your health, to quote unquote, make money. It's, it's one of the most counterproductive and counterintuitive things. And ultimately it's a recipe for failure. I've seen it time and time again, but I kind of want to hear what, what is your current fitness routine looking like right now? I've seen you, um, linking up with Wes, by the way, which I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Wes Watson. He's, he's inspired me even on my fitness journey, but what have you been doing, uh, to stay fit and stay active? Well, I work very closely with Wes. Um, you know, me and him, you know, me and him are good friends. Uh, I invest, you know, so let, let's just take, take a few steps back. So number one, um, yeah. I go to one of the best gyms here in San Diego and, you know, I'm around, you know, you know, world-class fighters all like, you know, every time I walk in the gym, I was sitting with world champions, you know, like just, it's a great gym that I train in. So I'm inspired by people who are really motivated on that level. Um, okay. I blew up my shoulder a couple of months ago. So like, there's no boxing for me. I don't think I'm going to do it ever again because like 
I, I'm just blowing my shoulders out and I did it in 2017 and I've just done it again recently. So I'm gotcha, okay. doing it. I'm training for the mindset because, you know, the, when, I, when I say the physical body, great, I can you know, have a good healthy body, but my mindset, once I've trained, like mm. I'm, I'm, yeah. the clarity that comes with it is next level. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm training my confidence, you know, when I'm, yeah, I'm not, so like the training is so integral. Um, now, when, when we talk about Wes, Wes is trying to train me like an animal and I can't keep up with him. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, we, 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 we spend, you know, a lot of time together, but I cannot uh, keep up with him because he's a different breed. I think he's an alien. We went for, we went to, <laughs> we went to dinner together on Wednesday night. And when we were at dinner, like I said this to him a few months back, you know, I said, um, maybe a few weeks back, I just said, listen, man, I had to stop mid-conversation. I'm like, bro, where do you see yourself going? And he said to me, well, I see me and you having the Padre Stadium downtown and just selling out the whole stadium and speaking life into everyone. And I was like, let's go. yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's go. I was like, oh, that's cool. But like, where do you see yourself? Because here's where, this is what I see. I've never been around a famous person before. And I think he's going to be famous. And I and yeah, you know, he's got sixty million views on his videos here in this past year. But yeah, I'm talking like really famous. Like I, I see him as like he could be like a movie star or something. And and like I've never seen that mentality that he has. It's like solid. Like it's it's different. He's locked in very different. So he he teaches me. We speak every week, and he teaches me. You know, I would say he's my spiritual coach than my fitness coach. You know, okay. we're talking about like a lot of, you know, I don't, the man just speaks wisdom to me. That's, that's what I would say. I just pure wisdom I get from this gentleman. Um, yeah. Now, now online, he's known as a fitness coach and he has a multi-million dollar business, you know, so it's pretty freaking cool. Um, yeah. So obviously there's a, there's a buy-in for it, James. You know, if you're a coach and you, you know, you're a fitness coach, there's demand for it. Well, Wes is, and, and like I, my personal trainers in my coaching program, and uh, last, you know, last month he just did fifteen thousand dollars, which is way, which is like triple his best month ever. So before he was in my program, he's in the gym, he's slanging his stuff. I bring in my coaching program. Last month he did fifteen Gs because I helped him transition to selling online coaching as well. Gotcha. Okay. But what I'm now teaching him is to become a personality. See what Wes is is a personality. He's a character. Yeah. So I'm saying to Mike, yeah, you, you can't just be Mike anymore. You have to be big Mike. Like if you want to make 15 G's a month, just be Mike. But if you want to go and make six figures a month, let's turn you into a big Mike. Let's turn you into a character that's attractive to the audience. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm teaching him right now. Um, whether that's again, maybe a tangent, uh, but you know, it's something. No, that definitely pertains. Mm. Yeah. Cool, man. So, um, for, for our listeners out there, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, obviously you, you is your main, your main, uh, I guess you could say bread and butter right now is going to be your, your coaching business, um, or your healing business through, through this avenue of clients in abundance. What else are you excited about? I know you have this, this thing that you're just, you, you were use the word obsessed, uh, which I, I, I love that. Um, I think it's, it's important to be obsessed. Um, 
are there any other irons in the fire that you're working on right now? Or is, or is this your, your big main thing? And if so, are you able to spill the beans a little bit about what's, what that's going to look like? Yeah, I guess, you know, just right now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gearing up for a seminar, um, October 17th, 18th, 19th. We do these seminars every, you know, 60 days. We'll through 2021, we'll be doing them maybe every 30 days and then uh, maybe every 60 days. We'll see. Um, but like that's kind of it. The again, simplicity, right? Everyone's complicating everything. Just keeping it simple. So that's that. Um, like I said, I've just been like I basically had a dream. In my dream, I was I was writing a report called Success After Shame, and I would, I wrote the report in my dream. I woke up, I was like, <gasps> and I literally <laughs> just wrote this report out. So that report's a little seven page report, but it's like pretty cool. So just like final touches of that over the next couple of days. Put that out there. Um, I just put up a website called attractcommittedclients.com because a lot of people are attracting flaky clients. And the reason they're attracting flaky clients is because they're flaky. So I put up a training like how to attract committed clients. That training there is for free. It's better than most people's paid trainings. So anybody who wants to like, you know, grab, uh, you know, it's like hours and hours of content, like sales training, marketing training, business training, uh, attract committedclients.com it is straight fire um i love it yeah it's so good man um so you know that that's out there so i'm doing the live events doing the seminars because that's where i get to speak life into people they're amazing yep. these virtual seminars bro i would highly recommend coming if if you're, Absolutely. If you're in a coaching business it's like this <laughs> you know you're you're if, you, if you're already doing it it's like it's like jessica was saying like she was doing okay and then she goes and makes seventeen k in in a couple of in a couple of weeks, and she's just getting started. Well, well, how is that? Well, there's 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 very small shifts with each person I work with. I'm just like somebody like you, James. I'd fine tune you. I'd look at what you're doing. You'd be like, oh, I'm doing all these things. Okay, cool. Let's stop doing those things. Just focus on this thing here. You just focus on this for give me a week. Okay, cool. What we see, ah, see, let's do that again. And there you go. And now you got engines roaring. Do you get me? Wow. Like, yeah. Bro, bro. <laughs> you know, it's like you're like what. You know, so it changes, right? So I like people like you. It's like the guy, uh, I went for lunch with a guy the other day. He's, he's um, a Forex trader and he's doing his whole business wrong. He's like burnt out, like servicing, you know, just like simple shifts, a few simple shifts and uh, his business is going to blow up, you know? So yeah. so just, you know, the, the live events, that's that's definitely somewhere I recommend people come to. You can find a ticket at clientsinabundance.com, clients in abundance.com you you know tickets ticket sales there i sell the tickets for a dollar at this point um the reason i sell them for a dollar is to get rid of the cheaple the pe- the cheap people the people who will not even invest a dollar in their success so yeah yeah by investing a dollar it really sets apart um all of the the people now you know something that i'll share with well you know it's irrelevant so i won't bother going down that avenue um so there's that i'm really like i said i'm obsessed on on like i have a great program great service track record yeah. you look at clients in abundance my 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 i have a huge lot not huge but like i was gonna say a huge little fan base that's what i was gonna say but they're like raving fans right and uh we do them well you know they give us money and they're very happy but I can see the next step. I can see the, the breakdowns that I have in, like where I can make it better, where I can get them quicker and easier success. So I'm just building that, man. Like I'm just really, I don't have to, but I want to. 
And I feel like yeah. if I do that, that's going to set us up for the next two years of success, like so much you know, further. I've, I've just invested a quarter of a million dollars into um, bringing a film crew down from Los Angeles. So Come on, baby. And they're now filming me. So, you know, we're just uh, – and I had to do that from a future vision. So, mm-hmm. it's, I, you know, a quarter of a million dollars is a lot of money to any man, any woman, I believe. So Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just looking at it from today, I don't need to invest that money. But looking at it from a, a year away's vision and saying, well, you know what? That vision there, like what they will capture this year, they will document the process. So if I just read this to you, which is a very simple, I think this sums me up um, in business quite simply. Have a look at this. I find my note. Um, yeah. <clears throat> in work. Okay, so... I want to build a business selling a world-class product and service, get paid millions, save and invest the money, get a green card citizenship, and document the process. So that's that's pretty much my business summed up there. Very simple. I'm a simple guy. So documenting the process. So, you know, know, wherever that takes me, um, basically the film crew come to my house. They were filming this virtual seminar. And then when they saw me off stage, they were like, Alex, we need to film this. I'm yeah. like, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. I've done that before. They're like, no, 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 no. If, you, if you're having like hundreds of people show up to your events and you want thousands of people, if they see this, you're going to have hundreds of thousands of people. 100%. We have, we have to document this. So they sold me on it. They were just going crazy over it. They, they made me sales <laughs> videos. So, yeah, so I ended up um, making the investment and just seeing where it goes. So I'm excited about that. And then that's it, bro. You know, why is this trying to get me to write a book? Um, we'll see. But, you know, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really, um, yeah, that's it. Simple. Dude, I, I could totally see you. Uh, you. You know, Alex, the thing I love about you, man, is you you, you really are a humble guy. Um, I don't know if you've always been that way, but the, the Alex that I know today, you, you are a genuine, authentic, humble human being. And um, maybe not right now in this season, but I, I would agree. I could, I think you would, you have a great story. You have a powerful testimony, and I would definitely buy. I would buy your biography, autobiography, anything that you write, man. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that says that. So we'll see. We shall see. <laughs> I think, I think I'm um, two names for the book, either from dealer to healer, or from me to meaning. Mm, that's good. That's good. Blame with those. I'm going to, I'm going to think about that and I'm going to give you some feedback. I'm going to, I'm going to sit with that and see, give you my, my input on that. Um, yeah, of course, brother. Now where can, uh, give us our websites, all this stuff, by the way, guys listening is going to be in the show notes. So you guys can, I'm going to make sure that, uh, Alex gets plugged in there. He's going to every, anywhere you want to find him, you can. Now, where can, uh, where can they find you on social Alex? So pretty much, uh, Alex, James Jeffries at uh, Insta. So on Instagram, Alex James Jeffries. Now here's the thing with the um, here's the uh, thing about um, uh, here's the thing about um, uh, social. I don't really do it. Now, I do stories on Insta. You know, I do some stories, but like I just want to share with people. I'm not trying to. Um, project do you got me like people are trying to project so i'm definitely having a hard time with social but like definitely follow me on insta so we can just connect there 
send me a message. There's a place I connect with people. You know, people have messaged me, hey, this is your yeah. David, James's story. You know, that's a place we can speak is through instant message, definitely. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like out there posting all the time on, on the social. No, you know, Alex, I'm, gra- I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I want to be clear too with my audience. Uh, a lot of times I, I agree with you too, and I kind of go back and forth of, of social media. It's, it's a great place to stay connected. And um, I, I can speak on your behalf. If I'm sure, Alex, if people do want to, they get something from this episode, which I know at least one person will, um, you know, feel free to send him a direct message or reach out. I'm sure he'd be happy to connect with you. It's so, it's so funny, man. So I mentioned somewhere that I'm looking at writing a book, uh, Dealer to Healer. And I was like, oh, I've gone by the domain name now as I'm talking with you. And I, I've said it a few times over the past week. And I noticed somebody's already bought it, the domain name. So it's funny. No way. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, it's funny that, you know, like whatever. I mean, you know, I got no real, I got no real need and use for it. And if I wanted it, uh, I would be able to acquire it from them very easily. I would find out yeah. who I would find out who they are, and I would I would own that domain name very quickly, just for the record. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> nah, just don't worry about that one. Um, but uh, but um, I have no I have no real need for it right now. Um, so yeah, man, it's like look look at that. Like somebody just trying to like you know I don't know whether they're trying to a uh, crap on my parade, b uh, have leverage over me to uh, like to that I'd have to buy it from them. Or see that they liked it, that they they're just gonna have it for themselves. They hear me saying they're gonna just take it, or um, yeah. or whatever, you know. I mean, whatever. But uh, I don't let I don't let it phase me, you know. It's like it's uh, it's uh, whatever will be will be, you know. Hey, hey, man, brother. So I wanna I wanna wrap this up with a question. Um, I always like to go spontaneous off the jump with uh, with a question. My question for you, Alex, is uh, what are you grateful for today? You. I'm grateful for this interview that was recorded. I'm, I'm grateful that we captured this. I'm grateful that you asked me to be on the show. And I'm very grateful for the audience listening to it to this part. If somebody's listened to this, uh, then go and add me on Instagram at, at Alex James Jeffries. And the notes will be there. You know, it's somewhere. Find me there. Send me a message and tell me what you're grateful for listening to this. What part of this podcast you are grateful for? So we can pay it forward. And, and you know, the, the reality is this, my brother. I'm grateful for the time and space that we have. I'm grateful that I'm not busy. I'm grateful that I had time to do this. I'm grateful that we went over because we were sharing, you know, wisdom that I believe is wisdom, speaking life into people. And, and uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm grateful that we've reconnected. Uh, well, thank you, brother. And I... I... I can speak on behalf of myself and at least one person. That's always what I say is if I can impact at least one person listening to this audience, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, that's, that's mission accomplished. So I'm, I know that's going to be the case. You absolutely dropped fire. You inspired. Um, and I, I foresee us probably doing some of these here in the future. So thanks again, Alex, for taking your time. I'm very grateful and appreciative for you for all that you're doing for the authentic Alex that shows up everywhere he goes and and for all that you're doing in the world man thank you my brother I truly appreciate you I truly appreciate everyone here all right brother enjoy the rest of your day we'll talk soon thank you my man much love all right cheers